think that might be the one of my favorite things that you say and uh, just whatever just whatever you feel there's no pretense here just whatever and I, I just love the liberty of the feeling of being here and then there are very few places you go where you feel home where you feel at home where you feel a liberty to be able to operate in the Holy Ghost like you do at home and this is one of those places amen amongst you and your great church your great leaders obviously it goes without saying your great pastors we love the Shostran family we love the Shostran family we did meet in the Philippines um, nearly a decade ago and I'll never forget the moment I first saw them I'd heard a lot about them and uh, you know you just never know what you're gonna jive or not you know are you gonna are you gonna whatever you know I, I'm just gonna start saying whatever it just fits fits everywhere so whatever and and I saw them we were down in the lobby of the Crown Plaza and here they came down the escalator and uh, it, was, it was a long escalator down and they were wearing their Filipino garb we were on our way to service that, that morning and uh, you were wearing a white Filipino shirt, and I believe you had more of like a cream on, and I, it was almost angelic. It was like, ah. <laughs> and I thought to myself, we're not gonna jive. I mean, I, I know who I am. There's no way this is gonna happen. And then I heard them speak and minister, and I thought, wow. I sure hope we jive. And our journey in the Philippines took us to, it was an indoor market, you can barter. And uh, I'm not much of a barter. It's just like, yeah, ready? Whatever. You know, if that's the price, we'll pay it. Uh, but not Sister Showstrand. <laughs> You're not going to one-up her. And I found a pair of shoes for my oldest son. And uh, she helped navigate that process. And she said, oh, but for my son, but for my boy, you will not do that to my son. You are my son in Christ. You <laughs> <laughs> and we got the shoes for the price that I wanted. I could tell you. We made it work. And then from there, I just knew that I had to have them in my life and the Lord uh, obviously felt the same way and uh, they have been down to Tulsa blessed our family um, blessed our church we've been here and uh, been blessed because we've been here I love their family I love their daughters I love their granddaughters I love David who's up in the sound booth media booth just being the man I love this place and I love being here now I ask that you forgive my voice. Um, I don't normally sound like this, so I apologize. Um, so if you'll work with me, I feel like the Lord's got something He wants to do today. I'm glad to be here with my wife and my parents, um, both of whom are just irreplaceable in my life, and I thank God for them. I think it would be appropriate tonight if you heard from her, my wife, that is. I know you will be blessed 
Amen. I feel like I have a word for the Lord. I've been struggling with my voice, and so, you know, you try to use your intellect to try to govern what kind of thought processes are going to happen, and I don't, I know I can't stretch things too far. And so this morning, I, I got up rather early, and I was praying and asking the Lord to help me. And uh, I felt like the Lord gave me what would be a simple word around here. I know, what, I know the quality of bishop. I know the quality of pastor and the quality of ministers you have around here. And I know the teaching and preaching is just extraordinary. And so... Maybe it's a simple word, but I feel like it is a word. So I pray that you will receive the word of the Lord today in the name of Jesus. I'm going to read in your hearing today Isaiah 28, 11, and 12. For with stammering lips in another tongue will he speak to this people. To whom he said, what does he say? What does he say? He says this is the rest this is the rest wherewith ye may cause the weary to rest and this is the refreshing this is the rest that ye will cause the weary to rest and this is the refreshing for with stammering lips in another tongue we understand it continues within the New Testament where the outpouring of the Holy Ghost happens. There is a rest in His presence unlike any other rest. There is a rest underneath the operation of His Spirit that you could not gain on any vacation, Amen. on any time away. There is a supernatural impartation that takes place and He knows how to commune with His body, with His people, with His bride. He knows how to speak to them. He knows how to minister to them. He knows how to encourage them, how to strengthen them. He uses this impartation, this opportunity, this time between a channel, if you would, between heaven and earth to not only give rest, but also to give refreshing. And if ever there was a time in history, our history, our lives, making this practical and personal, we need rest and refreshing. The journey's been hard, the road has been dusty, it's been rocky, it's been difficult. You've endured it. I've endured it. We've endured loss, we've endured hardship, we've endured mandates, we've endured restrictions, we've endured it. It's been a very difficult year and a half. It's not over, we're still enduring it. The changes that are being made on levels that are uncontrollable at our levels, it's very difficult for us. And so we're looking for pauses in life, Selah moments, Bishop, where God just gives us the opportunity to breathe life and revelation back into our spirits. The body is trying to be refreshed. It's trying to find. We're filling ourselves with things that we could. We're trying our best. Entertainment has been restricted. Life has been complicated. So we are looking for opportunities for rest. My voice needs rest today. Life is scurrying along. 
We're trying our best to keep up at a ferocious pace. We are desperate for rest. And this morning when I felt the Holy Ghost lead me to the book of Isaiah, 28th chapter, the 11th and 12th verse, I found the verse refreshing, but I found it complicated. I was refreshed because I have the opportunity to step into a place that the Holy Ghost can move inside of me. And if you have never experienced the gift that God promised you, the refreshing that comes through that spiritual transaction, it is available here today. Amen. If it's been a minute since you have communed with Him on that level, then I encourage you to do so and don't let the moments pass by. For those of us that have had this opportunity and taken this place, this secret, sacred moments with God where we get ourselves shut away and all of a sudden we are in this place of, of divine, supernatural transaction, we know what that feels like. There is a rest that, that yes, we're, 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 we're taking a pause. We're going to talk about it. We're taking a pause, a moment. The situation may have not changed. The circumstances may not be turned around. It may not be the miraculous thing that we are wanting. Our ship may be sailing in the same direction. The wind may be, may be pushing us in, if you would, that same direction. But there's a rest in our spirit now. There's a refreshing that has taken place. So when I look at this scripture, I am refreshed by it. I'm refreshed by the hope of it. I'm refreshed by the knowledge of it. I'm refreshed by, by the, the words that are spoken and the promise that is there that exists. The complicated measure is this. That he will cause the weary to rest. It's conflicting because rest often doesn't come in conflict. Rest doesn't come in a place where I am made to do that. Oftentimes you need to lay down. But I am hardly ever forced to get into that position. I am offered these positions, but hardly am I ever uh, contorted and twisted by somebody's will to be put in a place where I am now finding rest. The rest that Jesus is talking about, the refreshing that Jesus is talking about, is for those that are weary. And we are in a generation, we are in a time where we are weary. I feel the Holy Ghost here moving in my spirit to communicate to the best of my ability what I feel, what I see. I saw a portrait this morning of this body. It was almost as a Polaroid picture, just a portrait. I didn't see a vision, I just saw a portrait. I saw the weariness of a people that have been faithful to God. Faithful to the things of God, to the ways of God. Faithful in their giving of time, talent, treasure, and giving away truth. Faithful on their jobs and faithful to family. Faithful as a community of believers. And through that faithfulness, I saw the weariness of soul and the weariness of mind and the weariness of body. And it was as if the Lord is saying this to us this morning, at least this is how I felt the Lord communicating this to me early in prayer. I need my people to be refreshed. 
The journey is long. I need them to consume me. I need them to be nourished by me because what I have for them in the future is greater than what they have partaken of in the past. The future is brighter and I need them to be refreshed in me. That refreshing is for those that are faint, for those that are exhausted. We only have so much mental real estate. That space is quickly occupied. It's occupied with family and important things. It's occupied with church and the important things. It is occupied with work as those are, things are important relationships, grandkids that are scurrying around. Health and fitness, food and faith, those things are so important, but the mental real estate gets purchased very quickly. We're at a place of exhaustion as a body, as believers. We're not exhausted with the mandate of God. We're not exhausted with the Word of God. We're not exhausted with the church or the body. Oh no. But the journey's long and we've been faithful. The journey's long and the road is difficult. It's not that we've let down what we have, uh, we, we've been uh, promised to carry or, or mandated to carry. Oh no, we've got that thing tucked away very tightly. We're faithful. We've been faithful. But it's in faithfulness that Jesus recognizes points in, in our journey that we need to come back to Him for a refreshing This is not, this is not a, 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 a message that is, uh, that is being communicated to, to, uh, to put condemnation in, into our spirits as if we haven't been faithful. But rather to flip the script on that, we have been faithful. We have been there. We have, we, have, we have went through all of these areas. And we have pushed through these areas. And, and we, have, we have done well with our families. And done well with our finances. And done well in our faith. And, 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 and we are here. But we don't understand how weary we really are. And the Lord pressed into my spirit today. The need for rest. The need for refreshing. And it was as if the Lord said this to me. I need my people to hear. I need them to have refreshing. The conflict is that he causes them. It is an action that is forced upon as if they do not have an option to find the rest that they need. I know you need rest, but you will not find it just through natural circumstances. There is need for vacation and to unplug. In fact, it is absolutely essential in our lives. How many understand that? Can I get an amen on that? We need to unplug from our jobs. We need to unplug from, from work. We need to unplug from the things and the responsibilities. Those things are critical. But the rest that the Lord is wanting to give and the refreshing that the Lord is wanting to give is very different. It is a supernatural rest. It is a refreshing of the spirit, soul, 
It is a refreshing that goes beyond just finding bodily strength. No, there is something, there's a tank that he is wanting to fill up uh, with the rivers that are going to flow and, and create an outflow of us. Uh, that in the dark times that we are facing, there is going to be a joy that is unspeakable and full of glory. It is a rest that is going to cause us to hope. Now, faith is the substance of things. Are we in a pandemic of faith or are we in a pandemic of hope? I believe the people have faith, but do we have hope? Have we put our hope somewhere? Are we looking off to the distance somewhere? We can muster up the faith, but are we hoping enough? And this rest that God is going to give us is going to create back inside of us a hope that is going to stir the faith that is necessary to walk the journey. In fact, if I am looking into the Scriptures right, it appears to me that the last day revival is almost incomprehensible in our minds we cannot even fathom what God is going to do and how he's going to do it he has created moments in time passages through that the church is going to be able to break forth we have seen it with our own eyes in the past and as we enter into the final moments of time we have to understand we have to be ready because the harvest is waiting. Yes. The hope there is right there. I know a little different today, but I feel like I've got a word for this great congregation. I believe that God is trying to remove the option of rest. He's trying to mandate it into His people. As Elijah rests underneath a juniper tree, he is awoken by the supernatural. Wake up! But I'm resting. Oh no. The rest that you need is in the consumption that is before you. The idea of Elijah in that state of mind that he was in. Your, your pastor spoke to me years ago. I don't know if you remember the conversation. But it was life changing to me. At a time in which I was in conflict with the way that I felt about my current position. And I needed a word from the Lord. And I called Brother Shoshan and he began to portray the life of Elijah. Think about it, Baron. Think about being on top of Mount Carmel. Think about the stress of that moment. Uh, do you ever find within the story where he ate? Do you ever find in the story where he rested? Do you ever find in the story where he had time with God to refresh his spirit? Oh no, he's calling down fire from heaven. He's slicing and dicing, controlling what's going on on Mount Carmel to the, to the prophets of Baal. He's out running chariots. He's spending time in prayer until the rain comes down. Do you ever see on the journey where he takes time to rest? No. Brother Shoshan, I do not. It's at this time, Elijah is just done. It's like my voice box right now, you know. I'm just done. <laughs> Crawls underneath the juniper tree close to the earth. Snuggles up. What he lays his head upon, we're given no scripture for that, but he finds sleep. Wake up. 
arise and consume. But I'm resting. No. You're sleeping. I need you to rest now. Because what I'm giving you is going to prepare you for the journey. And Elijah falls asleep once more to the awaking of the supernatural. Arise and consume. Because the rest that I'm giving you now is going to take you on the journey. The word of the Lord that I got this morning was that we have to arise and consume. We have to peel back on into rather the word of the Lord and consume the greatness of God that he has prepared for us. The word of the Lord that came to me this morning is that God has prepared a supernatural rest for this body. I quivered this morning on that little couch that I was sitting on as my wife slept. I buried my face in my hands as I saw the portrait of this congregation. As God said, I'm going to make them consume. I'm going to make them eat because the journey that I have them on is great. Are you hearing the word of the Lord today? The journey that I have you on is greater than you could ever imagine. You feel like you are just enduring now and you are finding places in the natural to sleep. But God is going to awaken this body to consume a supernatural bread. God is going to awaken this body to consume a supernatural word. And what I feel is that the angels in heaven right now have been sent to this body, sent to this leadership, sent to this, to this body of believers, and they are preparing to wake you up. And you will consume, and I promise you, it will be enough. I wish you'd stand to your feet right now before we continue. I feel the Lord wanting to press something into the hearts and the spirit of this church.